This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I feel like if you're just coldly logical about all this, um, why isn't that a better model than asking people to go to an expensive university for four years, go into debt, um, not get any on the job experience, and then try to go find a job, right? In this episode, I sit down with Ryan Carson, the CEO of Treehouse, to talk about some pretty serious stuff. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change, big change, big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I sit down with Ryan Carson. Ryan is the CEO of Treehouse, a fantastic platform that I've personally used that helps people learn how to code. How crazy is that? It's like, uh, it, it, it's like if you wanted to play a video game, and learn a new skill at the same time, you'd go to Treehouse for that. They've got great tutorials on pretty much everything. I've learned JavaScript from it. I've learned HTML, CSS, like all of the the sort of very basic web languages, but they've also got a ton of stuff on like machine learning and AI and just some really, really interesting stuff on the platform. So definitely check them out at teamtreehouse.com. With that said, I've got Ryan here on the show with me today, and we had a fantastic conversation. We, we really dove deep into some topics that are near and dear to his heart. Things like inequality, things like the role education plays in our lives, things like whether or not a college degree actually matters in today's society and in the society that we are creating. Uh, we get really, really deep with some of these conversations. So uh, definitely make sure you stick around all the way to the end because it was a fantastic talk with Ryan. Now, with that said, if you haven't already, make sure you follow me at Greg Clunis on Instagram at Greg Clunis, G-R-E-G-G-C-L-U-N-I-S. Now, here's what I'm going to do for you. If you follow me and then send me a message, a DM, just let me know you're a listener of the show. Uh, first of all, I'll follow you back. Second of all, I will reply to you. And third of all, if you have a question, I will drop it into an episode of my new show that is on IGTV that I don't have a name for yet, so uh, forgive me there. But it's sort of a Q&A show where you ask questions, I answer them, give you my best advice. So if you want to 
get answers to that, head over to Instagram at Greg Clunas. Give me a follow and ask your question in the DM. Now, without further ado, let's uh, get into the conversation with Ryan Carson from Treehouse. All right, I am here with the one, the only Ryan Carson. As I mentioned in my intro, Ryan is the founder of Treehouse, a website that I have actually gained a ton of value from over the years, helping me learn everything from JavaScript to playing around with app development, which is something I've always been interested in. Um, Ryan, first of all, thank you so much for taking the time to be here. Oh, my pleasure. It's fun to fun to chat to you. Like I told you, your picture is on our wall. So we're proud to have you as a student. <laughs> so without context, that sounds a little bit creepy. <laughs> You're right. That's weird. OK, <laughs> so uh, let, let's let's back up a bit. Uh, tell me a little bit about Treehouse for, for the people listening who have never heard of it. Uh, what is the big mission? You bet. So um, we uh, have worked for eight years now uh, to help adults uh, learn how to code so they can get a skill that then allows them to get a job, um, which then allows them to change their life. And, uh, you know, we're fortunate to have served over 850,000 people now. Um, It's just, you know, every day. And the reason why your picture is on our wall is because we put pictures of our students on our wall whenever they email us and and say, hey, you know, Treehouse has had a a big impact on my life. Um, And and that's really why I started the company. So it's it's fun to be reminded that every day Um, we're actually helping companies now create talent and developers. So a lot of big companies like MailChimp and, and Nike and Envision are coming to us and saying, you know what, we're not able to fill our developer roles fast enough. And there's a big talent war for computer science grads. So we actually want to invest in creating new developers. Um, and we're doing that. We're also helping companies invest in underrepresented people of color and women as well to give them, uh, a, a new path to these high paying jobs as well. Um, so it's been a lot of fun, um, a lot of hard work, but a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, that, that sounds amazing. And, and obviously you've had a huge impact. I'm a big fan of this idea of, um, gaining skills that allow you to really pivot the direction that your life is, is heading in. Cause, cause mm. without that external sort of lever, uh, you're, you know, you're, you're going in one direction and the only way to really shift it is either to introduce something external or to very slowly and and deliberately uh, make changes over time. Um, Tell me a little bit about the idea for the company. Like how did you're the, you're the sole founder. How did you navigate that process and where did it come from? Yeah. So the very first, um, seed for the idea, uh, came about when I graduated college. So I was privileged and lucky, you know, to go to college and have my parents pay for it. And I studied computer science Mm -hmm. and I studied it because, you know, in 1996, um, when I went to college, the internet was just beginning to blow up and it was clear, you know, computers, technology is the future. So I just picked a major that said computer in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so studied, you know, computer science and that was just a gold mine um, for yeah. me, you know, so I graduated and, but then I got a job and it was just hilariously clear that I didn't need my computer science degree for the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, I had studied C plus plus and how to build um, software for, you know, 
jet air aircraft and and I'd done complex algorithms. And then, you know, I got to work and they're like, hey man, can you do some flash, you know, to build a website? <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> what what is this? You know? And uh and then I realized most of the jobs are are like that. I mean, you know, most jobs aren't doing complex algorithms and, you know, right. deep machine learning. It's just, hey, what can you code to build an app? Um, so I thought something's messed up with this. Um, and I, I have this deep sense that a lot of people, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people are being put at, at a, a big disadvantage because um, they think, you know, a computer science degree is required to get a job and it's not. So that's where the big idea came from. Something's wrong. I would like to try to help to fix it. And, um, and then, you know, Fast forward to 2010, um, I had been, uh, I'd started uh, two or three companies at that point um, to try to solve various problems. And, and I just kept coming back to this passion for, um, for helping people to get jobs. Um, and I love technology. So we, we had started a, a company to teach uh, people how to code in person. So we did these workshops, you know, where, you know, people would show up for one day and they'd learn how to, how to build a PHP web app or, a, you know, a JavaScript web app. And that was, that was fun and interesting and it helped people, but I didn't feel like we were really changing anything systematically. Uh, we were essentially helping, you know, wealthy folks get wealthier because you had to pay a lot of money to come to these one day workshops. You had to, you know, hop on a plane, get a hotel room and it just was very expensive for everybody. Um, so I was talking to my wife about it and said, there's gotta be a, a better way to do this, you know, a more affordable way, a more scalable way. Um, and I was very influenced by Jason Fried and Devin, uh, David Hennemeyer Hansen at, uh, Basecamp on how they built, you know, this, uh, this, this company that affected, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, it was software as a service, it was accessible. And so we kind of took that recurring revenue model and said, well, why don't we, um, why don't we teach online? You know, let's hire, uh, a couple teachers, let's record them and let's charge, you know, 25 bucks a month and let's see if it works. Um, so we used capital from our in-person training company to boot up uh, this new company, which was Treehouse. Um, and we launched it. Um, we launched it to our community of, of followers that, you know, were coming to our in-person uh, events. So we kind of, you know, hacked that. Um, from a marketing perspective and that was 2010 and it just took off. Um, and, uh, it's been a wild ride ever since. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love that. Uh, one of the things that you touched on, um, right in the beginning was you graduated, you had this, this fancy degree, got into the workforce and realized, Oh, it, that's not actually what it's asking me to do. And mm -hmm. I think you're a hundred percent right with this idea that a lot of people maybe hold themselves back from even pursuing that as an opportunity, this, this computer science direction, uh, building applications, building software, uh, simply because they feel like, well, I'm not going to go back to school and get this expensive degree. Mm. Um, you, you've talked in the past on Instagram and, and pretty much everywhere that, that <laughs> will give you the chance to um, of the, the education system and it just 
why it has all these flaws. I'd love to hear you just break down your thoughts on where we are as a, a country with this problem. Boy, it is a deep, deep problem. It's a very big question. Um, and I actually think it, it goes to the, to the roots of some of the social injustice we have in America. Um, so that's why I'm so passionate about it. So what, what's happening is that, um, the college path, um, is deemed to be the, the toll bridge that you have to go over to get a job in tech. Um, you know, we have a lot of hiring managers who, um, are trained, you know, to just not even look at applications that, that, that there isn't a college degree. Um, and if it's an engineering job, a computer science degree. So we have this crazy phenomena happening where, you know, we're going to have 1.3 million new jobs in technology, uh, in development. Um, and we are only going to have 400,000 computer science graduates. So we have a 900,000 person gap and this is not going to magically be filled. Um, and so what we're doing is saying, you know, college is a great path if you can afford it. If you're privileged and that's your thing, great, you know, go to college. Don't get debt. I mean, that's just dumb. Um, Big mistake. Yeah. yeah just speaking as someone who currently has a ton of it. Definitely yeah. don't do that. Well, and it, and it's frustrating. If you do have student debt, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not that I can't imagine how frustrating that is, but if you're making the choice, you know, you don't need to do that now because what's happening is you have a lot of employers, you know, like the employers we work with, we're working with cutting edge companies, you know, Nike and vision, Adobe, uh, MailChimp, et cetera, who are saying, actually we can fill these jobs by investing in people and creating talent. Um, you know, there isn't enough talent coming out of the college the system, there certainly isn't enough underrepresented people of color and women coming out of um, computer science uh, departments. So we're actually just going to go to our local community right here. You know, so MailChimp is is going directly to the Boys and Girls Club in Atlanta and saying, we are going to invest in creating a class of 10 apprentices. Um, we're going to cover the cost of their education. We're going to, um, mentor them. We're going to bring them on as apprentices. Um, and then we're going to grow them into mid and then senior level engineers. And this is a tremendously sustainable, powerful model. Um, you know, instead of, you know, picking off, you know, these computer science grads like myself who are mostly white males, um, and then paying them a ton of money, uh, only to see them leave, you know, in 10 to 12 to 14 months to the next highest bidder. Um, instead we're saying, forget all that. We're actually going to go to our, literally our neighborhood, you know, people work and li- people live around our office. We should actually hire them. Um, and we're going to turn them into developers. So that product is called Talent Path. So now we're installing companies all around America. The other thing that we're doing to fix, uh, you know, this disparity in education is where we've launched a product called Career Path. And Career Path allows companies to take their own employees who are, you know, held down in, in lower paying jobs. You know, often it's customer support, QA, retail, um, you know, drivers. 
um, and actually give them a path into engineering. So what we're saying is you already have your next engineers working for you right now. Uh, they just need a path. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so what we do is we come in and we help um, create a program. Uh, where we say, let's identify some, some, some amazing people you would like to give a new career path. And then we train them with you. We onboard them with you. We help make you successful. And all of a sudden, you know, people who didn't have an opportunity to, to make more money in technology have a path at the company they already work at. Right. So, so I feel like if you're just coldly logical about all this, um, why isn't that a better model than asking people to go to an expensive university for four years, go into debt, um, not get any on the job experience and then try to go find a job. Right. Support for this episode comes from Grove Collaborative. Grove is the best place to discover all natural home products and have them delivered straight to your doorstep. I recently got an order from them, and because it was a great opportunity to try some new products, I kind of went a little crazy. It was so easy. Their website experience was fantastic, and honestly, I felt confident the entire time that every product I was looking into would be good for me, my apartment, and the environment. And a quick side note here, my favorite new product from that order is the Mrs. Meyers Lemon Verbena Dish Soap. It smells amazing. Reminds me of being out in nature, which is something I definitely need more of living in New York City. And it cuts through grease like nothing else I've never used. Forget all those other products. This is my dish soap for the foreseeable future. So if you're ready to give natural products a try, head over to www.grove.co slash tiny leaps to receive a free $30 Mrs. Myers kit, a free bonus gift, and a two-month VIP membership. That's www.grove.co slash tiny leaps. Support for this episode comes from Hungry Root. Hungry Root is the easiest way to try new foods or just save some time preparing meals, all while eating healthy whole foods that you can get excited for. I got a box from Hungry Root recently, and honestly, I was ridiculously impressed. First of all, the box was filled to the top with amazing looking snacks and fresh foods. It comes with this awesome recipe booklet that shows you exactly how to make each meal in no time at all. The food tastes amazing. And the best part, everything is made from plant-based whole foods. So you know that you'll walk away from the meal feeling happy, healthy, and full. If you want to give it a shot, and I highly recommend that you do, head over to www.hungryroot.com and enter Tiny Leaps at checkout. When you do, you'll save $25 on each of your first two orders. That's a $50 savings. So head over to www.hungryroot.com and enter Tiny Leaps at checkout. I mean, I, I completely agree there that from a, a purely logical point of view, that's a better system. But and, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I think the big challenge is that you have two sides of the coin whom you now need to change behavior for. Mm. You, you need to convince the corporations to ignore the, the college degree as a requirement. And you also need to convince people that 
they don't need the college degree. So how do you, how do you fix that like psychological barrier to, to making something like this happen? You know, the crazy thing is it's getting really, really easy to convince the employers. Um, well, what the reality is, is that they are desperate for talent. Um, you know, everybody is getting, you know, be real bad in the talent war. <laughs> so the, what's happening is you have juggernauts, you know, Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google, Apple, you know, just dominating because they have so much capital. They can just shower money and equity on right. potential candidates. Um, and all of us are getting left behind, you know, Treehouse, we have about 80, 85 employees. You know, we didn't go the, the, the let's raise hundreds of millions of dollars route from VCs. We are a sustainable, profitable company, yet we are still competing for talent. Um, how do we, how do we even compete against Facebook? Um, so I'm having call after call with executives and saying, you know, all those open positions you've got, well, you can fill them. You can just create the talent. And uh, I'll tell you, I'm getting a lot of, well, tell me more about that. <laughs> so uh, I'm excited. I, I think it's just a matter of probably five years when we all look back on this antiquated college model and kind of laugh about it and say, gosh, that was crazy. I can't believe we did that. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely there with you. Uh, but then what about the, well, no, real quick follow up to that. Do you envision there being a scenario where uh, these companies are almost in a, a position to to offer lower salaries to the people who went the alternative route as opposed to the pedigree route? You know, I I don't think so. I think I think you 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 might start off a little lower. I mean, we're seeing um, beginner developers. You know, these aren't junior developers; these are beginner. Um, developers making about 55 K a year. So Mm -hmm. you start there and then you quickly ramp, you know, I would say within probably six months, maybe 12 months max, you know, you're going to then ramp to 70 probably. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you're a junior developer and then you'll start ramping to mid and then senior. So yes, you start off a little bit lower, but it makes sense. I mean, you don't, if, if you're coming, you know, out of, or into an apprenticeship with no development experience at all professionally, mm-hmm. you're going to get paid lower. Um, yeah, but but of you course. quickly but you quickly ramp. And mm-hmm. I've actually done the math on this, and it's bonkers. So I'm a kind of a financial planning nerd. Um, my dad <laughs> was a financial planner, and so I took a, a piece of software and plugged in the numbers. And if you take um, person A and person B. And person A goes to college, out of high school. They 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 accrue you know um, around fifty thousand dollars of student debt, and and then they start a job at about seventy k straight out of college, right? Because they have a college degree. And then you look at their lifetime earnings. You know, person A is not going to be saving into their four hundred one k straight away because they've got student debt to pay down. This is a fact. You know, I've talked to um, really. You know, if you're paying 300 bucks a month in student debt, you're just going to not be able to afford to, to pay into your 401k. Um, and so you hold off on saving in your 401k for uh, uh, usually up to 20 years. Um, the average student debt gets repaid at about 40 years old. Um, 
And so it seems like you're making more money, right? You, you're making 70K out of school. You're probably ramping quicker, you know, to, you know, 100K plus. It, it all feels great, right? Let's take person B. Person B actually gets an apprenticeship straight out of high school. Um, they are earning 55K out of high school. So they're starting lower, but they immediately start saving to their 401k. And then they, uh, and then, on top of that, they're earning for four years while person A is mm-hmm. in college, right? And then that person B, you know, does ramp up to 70, 90, you know, more and more. They're a little bit behind. Um, but the lifetime uh, earning difference, the the actual uh, value of assets between person A and person B is $2 million difference. So... The, app- the apprentice is actually going to accrue $2 million more in net worth than the person that goes to college. And this is math, right? That's crazy. It is crazy. So I, I think it all works out. You just have to, and this is yeah. logical. You know, I, I lived in Europe for 12 years and, and apprenticeship is pretty common in Europe uh, because it's logical, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm hoping that we get back to um, apprenticeship as the model in America that we used to, you know, rely on. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think it's going to be better for everybody, for, for people, for employers and for the economy. Yeah. And I mean, it definitely seems like at least with the, the direction that companies like yours and uh, with the availability of things like um, MOOCs and, and right. just the ability to learn at your fingertips. It seems like that could be a direction that we go in. Um, I, I think the other side of this, and, and this is actually a great transition to the listener, how do we convince someone who has never once considered coding as an option, has never once thought about it? And if they have, it's always been, oh, well, I'm not smart enough, or my brain doesn't work that way, or that's for a certain kind of person. How do we con- convince them to make the leap and, and give it a shot, especially when you're looking at the, the block of they've been educated to believe that college is the only path. And so if they didn't go that route, they're only stuck with these uh, lower options. Well, um, it's a hard thing to convince people. I'll be honest. Um, so, you know, we uh, launched Talent Path, um, the program that empowers and invests in underrepresented people, color, and women. Um, we went to the Boys and Girls Club. We teamed up with them to talk to people about this new path, and we got a ton of pushback. Um, you know, it sounded weird. You know, so why are why are all these white people going to come in and invest in us? Um, Why are they going to hire us as apprentices without a college degree? Um, None of this makes any sense. You know, this is not what we have been told is the path to success. Um, And and this is why in America we have this almost like moral um, story around going to college that it is actually, you know, the correct righteous path. So we, we had to do a lot of work, you know, just to show up and show people that we were genuine. Um, we had to put in the time, you know, to build those relationships and, and earn trust. Um, and it took us, it was like six months. Um, and, and, and then after it was, it was almost like, um, something snapped, you know, after a period of time where 
finally the group said, okay, we're willing to, to believe you're actually authentic and, and you're, you're not lying to us because you put time in. And then all of a sudden the lean in was tremendous and, and the group really, um, uh, put in a ton of work and, and everything changed at that point. So I think it just takes time, um, to build trust and then, and then success stories, you know, and then more and more success stories will be seen and then more and more people can believe. Um, and then we'll, There'll, there'll be a tipping point. And I believe it's going to happen in probably the next couple of years where there is, you know, um, kind of mistrust at first. And then it slowly builds to, okay, I think this is real. And then it becomes, wow, this is the path, you know, mm -hmm. and then it will be a flood of, of amazing talent. That makes sense. Um, and, and kudos to you for charging heads on, head on to something that does seem very challenging. Um, sw switching gears for a bit here, let's talk about the future of work in general. Mm. Because I think anyone who's really like paying attention even a little bit to the, the stuff that AI potentially will allow us to do mm. recognizes that technology is both a boon and potentially a, a, a danger to a lot of people's livelihoods. Yep. Um, meaning jobs are going to be replaced. Uh, what are your thoughts on that as someone who is essentially building the, the, the talent pool of people who will build that future? Well, I think what's, actually going to happen <clears throat> is a lot of, um, lower wage jobs are going to be, um, destroyed and that is going to cause a massive problem, but I don't believe that humans are going to be removed from the higher wage, more creative roles that involve technology. Mm -hmm. So I think what we're really doing is we're creating uh, people who are comfortable with using technology to solve problems. We're not creating developers really. Um, mm -hmm. you know, coding is just a tool, you know, it literally is, is like being a carpenter and learning how to use a saw. Um, what you can do with that saw and that hammer and those nails is infinite. Um, right. and so it, I really want to focus less on coding cause that's just the, the current tool. Um, and really focus on creating people who are comfortable using technology to build things. Um, and so I think it's going to be years and years and years, um, a very long time that humans are still involved in creating with technology um, uh, before we need to worry about that. But we do need right. to worry about people getting comfortable with using technology to create. If they don't do that, absolutely, there's a huge problem. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, I think I also am a technological optimist and I admit that. <laughs> so, um, you know, my view is a little rosier, um, than maybe is, is exactly reality, but I don't think it's as bad as we think either. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it sounds to me almost like your, your big vision is less to create programmers and more to create or rather more to change how people think about technology and about the problems in their lives and how they go about solving it. Is, is that accurate? Yep, exactly. Yeah. We're just creating the future workforce. I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, and, and it sounds like, and this is why I'm so excited. Having had the opportunity to hear this from you firsthand, 
um, technology really is, and, and specifically coding right now, really does have the opportunity to change the direction that your life is going in. Absolutely. It, it external force that gives you the power to improve your finances, which will then enable you to do larger things and, and think on a bigger level and, and actually plan and not feel so frustrated month to month because you're not earning enough. Um, but getting to that place, it takes a while, right? You, you don't yep. go from never having written a line of code to working full time in overnight. That, that doesn't happen. What would you say to the listener who is hearing this is, is excited, maybe like just wants to really try this, wants to take advantage and, and start to change their life, but maybe it's a little overwhelmed by how long it's going to take. Um, I would say approach it um, just a day at a time. And it's really like anything new that you want to learn. Um, it doesn't happen quickly, but as long as you dedicate, you know, maybe an hour a day, e even half an hour a day, um, then you can do it. So, you know, it's just like, uh, you know, if you're into to fitness, like a couch to 5k type of program, mm -hmm. you know, where you can't even run, you know, so how the hell are you going to do a 5k? Right. But man, I can get off the couch, you know, on day one. And so mm -hmm. I, I think, you know, learning how to code is just like that. Uh, and that's why that's what we focus on at Treehouse. You know, we presume you have no knowledge of code. You've never, you know, used it for anything. And we hold your hand and walk you through that whole process. So it's very doable. And then as soon as you create that first tiny little program, it's like a bomb goes off, you know, where you realize, oh, my goodness, I can create with technology. Um, and uh, you've experienced it. I mean, it is life changing. Um, yeah. And then you go from from, gosh, I didn't really feel comfortable with technology to I control technology and I create with mm -hmm. it. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it, just just speaking to my own experience, I first started learning how to code back in college because I had an idea for something. And, um, and, and like many people of my generation got very inspired by the movie, the social network and right. thought I was going to be the next Zuckerberg, um, which you but, might, which I might, but, uh, hasn't panned out yet. We'll, well see. Give it time, <laughs> man. I mean, let's, let's think in like 50 year increments, right? Exactly. Um, but, but kind of just locked myself in a room for a weekend and, and taught myself the basics of how the web worked and, mm. and how to write HTML and CSS and JavaScript and all these languages that are just uh, a way of communicating with, with the technology and asking it to do certain things. And um, it really has been a life-changing experience. It's probably the number one most valuable thing I've ever learned. Um, so, so I can definitely vouch for, for that experience that, that Ryan just laid out. Thank you. Uh, Ryan, thank you so much for, for spending some time here, for sharing your thoughts on, on the future of work, on the need to start uh, looking at this as an option, on, on why college is not necessarily the right path for every single career. Um, nope. If there was one thing you wanted to leave us with if there was something that you just felt like we needed to to hear to walk away with what would that be i think it is the fact that you can learn these things and you can change your life i mean i've seen 850,000 people do this and 
if you are from an underrepresented group, um, if you don't feel like you belong in technology, you do and you can. Um, it is absolutely for everybody and uh, the doors are beginning to open. So um, don't quit, you know, um, dig deep and find that why for, you know, what's the reason that you want to get a career in tech or, or learn these skills? You know, is it someone, is it to support someone you love? Is it to prove somebody wrong, you know, that told you you couldn't? Is it uh, to create wealth, you know, a, a new company, a new idea? Um, just remind yourself of that every day when it gets discouraging and view it as, you know, a year long project to, to go on this journey of learning and, and uh, you can do it. Absolutely love it. Uh, Treehouse is the company. The website is teamtreehouse.com. Where else can we connect with you or learn more? Uh, I'm everywhere online. So just uh, look for me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, just It's just Ryan Carson. I would love to hear what you think about the show and what we said here. Um, and obviously Treehouse is, is on social as well. Uh, we are uh, at Treehouse on Twitter and at Team Treehouse on Instagram. Um, but I really appreciate y'all listening. Greg, appreciate you having me on the show. Absolutely. And for those of you listening, I, as always, appreciate you spending some time with us. It means the world that you are willing to tune in and that you're willing to share that time. I hope that you now realize that coding is an option and, and maybe we'll add it into your list of goals of, of things you want to accomplish in the next two, three, five, ten 10 years. Uh, this interview has been a, a really interesting one for me because it touches on so many topics that are uh, things I, I spend a lot of time thinking about. And I hope that it inspires you to start looking at uh, the world from a different lens. And so with that said, if you haven't already, click subscribe wherever you are consuming this, whether it is on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or Google Play or any of the platforms, click subscribe. That is the best way to show me that you appreciate it. And that is the best way to let the world know who you are and what you stand for. I've been Greg Clunas. And as always, remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day. Every day.